Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Still Human Podcast. My name is Andrew Bagadowski, Echo Shorty. What is your name? Bitches and hoes, welcome to the Still Human Podcast. My name is Echo Shorty. All right, and that's it for this week's podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, Good night. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's new with you, Echo? Uh... I've been making money, uh, and that feels good. That's what's new with me. What's new with you, Juicy? Not shit. What kind of money are we talking? Like $20, $25? I bought a new rake today, money. Ooh. Yeah, you know. Ooh. I'll probably hit that mug in a little bit during the show. What kind of rig? Like a like a semi-truck? Like a, like yeah. a 12 wheels. Nice. Uh, it's got nice. six percolators. Ten wheels, but okay. Um, nah, I got an oil rig, you know. So like a fucking THC. Oh, okay. I thought. <laughs> okay, I thought you were uh, destroying th- our planet. Yeah, I thought you were doing that. Not yet. I gotta get rich first, and then I can probably destroy the planet. Yeah, dude, I can't. That's like what I'm looking forward to the most about having copious amounts of money is just. Being able to buy an offshore rig and uh, tear up, tear up the planet, you know, run uh, go crazy on the uh, natural uh, resources, the uh, oil. Uh, if you didn't put oil reserves at there, at least a hundred gallons of oil into the ocean, you failed. Yeah, I mean, what what are you, a fucking loser, a fucking peasant, broke boy? Ain't putting no fucking hundreds of gallons of oil into the ocean. That's not even a lot. That's like, that's like an off day. That's like, that's some shit that just gets out on a Sunday. Just leaks a little bit. Yeah, just leaks a little bit. You really want to? You want to play with the big boys? We talking millions of gallons, millions of gallons of oil into the ocean. Yeah, you're not fucking the, with us. Trying to be the Jackie Robinson of oil riggers. We talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we talking about? We talking about dead fish, bro. We talking about dead pelicans, bro. Look oh, at yeah. these flamingos right here. I'm Fuck trying to see flamingos. a flamingo with all black wings. That's yeah. It. All black. I want to see no pink on that bitch black whatsoever. Power. Whatsoever. Black power. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> oh, man. So, I hate to, you know, I hate to put our uh, podcast listeners into the uh, awkward predicament of listening to us talk about the weather. But what what they don't know about us is we are uh, meteorologists. Correct. Yeah. Been been a meteorologist my whole life. Yeah, we got masters. with that. We got masters. Well, Echo was born with it. I got a master degree in a cloud technology from Dick Fart University. I learned that shit in the womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Echo was a uh, Echo was a very intelligent child. He popped out with an IQ of uh, 187. Um, this guy knew how to do calculus. He could change his own diapers and play the flute. And play the flute. It was pretty fucking nuts. But he was also a meteorologist. So the other day, when these uh, this tornado outbreak hap- outbreak happened on December 10th, tornado outbreak. It sounds like some kind of disease. Yeah. Well, it's not like tornado outbreak yeah it's not like the the tornado pandemic um echo basically echo basically predicted that yeah i told people i was like hey warm weather in december hope you're ready for a shit storm Mm -hmm. and indeed that is what we got a shit storm um 
Amazon. It's terrifying, dude. Yeah, no, it is. It is pretty terrifying. I uh, so we we live in St. Louis, Missouri, um, right across the river from us. There's a uh rather well-off suburb full of a lot of rich whites called Edwardsville, Illinois. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was an Amazon warehouse. Be- believe it or not, people in Edwardsville, Illinois, work at Amazon. You would not think uh, that they would, considering how well-off and rich and white. I'm getting some notifications, bro. Yeah, I'm getting some notifications, bro. You would not think that people from Edwardsville, considering how well-off and rich and white they are, would work at Amazon, but they do. Um, yeah, there's some well-off black people over there, too. Some well-off black people over in Edwardsville. There's some Mexicans, well. And some Mexican, you know, probably some Asians as well. Oh yeah, you know, Ed- Edwardsville's more like a melting pot of uh, of well-off people, well-off people, but definitely a lot of whites for show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there are people. People work at Amazon in Edwardsville, and that bitch got hit by a tornado, and what, like six people died. Confirmed, at least. Yeah, he used to play hockey against one of them. He played for Collinsville. His name was Austin. Uh, R.I.P. Austin. Oh, what's crazy never. is how they had like a thirty-minute warning, and there's a tornado shelter like not too far from them at all. Yes, and th- this is exactly this is exactly where I wanted to go with this because I don't know exactly what was going on in the building at the time. From what I understand, there was like a shift change going on at the moment or something. But like, my speculation was, were the people who were working allowed to leave their stations? To take cover. To take cover. Yeah. Or did they not, was, because apparently they're not allowed to have their cell phones on the floor. Which is bullshit. So, I don't know if that's true or not either. I'm just kind of gathering from what I've heard. But, like, if they're not allowed to have their cell phones, they would not have known that some shit was about to go down unless a superior had told them that some shit was about to go down. And did a superior know that some shit was about to go down and not warn the employees? Or if he did warn the employees or people knew some shit was about to go down, were they allowed to leave their stations and take cover? And if it was during a shift change and there was absolutely nobody at their station, were the people who were there coming both in and out being told, hey, you need to get to cover fucking immediately. Too many questions that we need answers to with this situation. Because, I mean, to me, it seems like... I think we were actually, before we got on the interview, we were talking about the movie Twister and how Twister was all about us not having the capability to predict these storms before they hit and people dying. Yes. And now we have the ability to predict before these storms happen and people are still dying because these companies won't allow them to get the shelter because they might possibly lose lose profits. Yes, and and we also talked about we also talked about with tornado warnings especially here in the Midwest how you might not take them seriously all the time because of the amount of false flag tornado warnings oh, that yeah. there are. As somebody who lives in the Midwest, a lot of times you hear the warnings, you go out and you look. Yeah, you go outside, eyes. check the shit out. Yeah. What's going on? Let me see. If I need to take cover, because it's fucking, tor- you can see a tornado coming. Yeah, unless it's at night. Unless it's yeah, at night, yeah, they're very hard to see happened. at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, once again, though, tornadoes in December. This is when it gets dark at four four thirty at night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. It's, it's not. It's not eight p.m. Nine p.m. And you got sunlight. It's five o'clock and it's pitch black outside. And on top of that, you're just not worried about a tornado coming in December and yeah. fucking you up. I, I've lived here. 
basically my entire life. I'm 25, for any listeners who don't know. I've never seen a fucking tornado in December. I didn't even... Snowstorms, ice storms, uh, cold winds. Uh, these are things that we're prepared for this time of year. You know, we got salt. We got mm-hmm. we got the trucks that plow. Like these are things. These are normal things. Even even ice tearing down roofs and and trees. And this is normal. Tornadoes? Nah, nah. No one's prepared for that. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen. Shit doesn't happen. They're talking about what the storms that are going to be hitting uh, northern Iowa, Nebraska, southern Minnesota and shit. And it's wind more than so the storm. It's wind. It's wind more so than like a threat for like a severe storm, but there's still threat for tornado and a relatively decent threat for a tornado. And there's this guy whose name I can't remember who I follow on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube guy. Yeah, like Ryan Hall, y'all, or something, I think is Hall the name y'all. of his page. Yeah, he's he's a meteorologist like Echo and I, but yeah, he's, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need that second, third opinion as a meteorologist. And I was watching his channel, and he was talking about how, uh, how tonight, because there's snow on the ground in a lot of the regions where wow. the storms are going to be hitting. So he's talking about, like, wow, thunder snow. Dude, this is crazy. Yeah, like there's going to be like a snow, like thunderstorm type deal. He says you might get the first confirmed footage of a snow-nado. If a tornado happens where there's fucking snow and the tornado picks up snow from off the ground. And cycles around it. Yeah. Dude, this is like stuff that when I was growing up, we would would watch the sci-fi channel a lot. Yeah. And there's always like those crazy, you know, horror movies about weather. This is like the stuff that's we're living through right now, or the things they made movies about ten, twenty years Some ago. Some day after tomorrow, shit. Yeah, seriously, and, and what's even day after tomorrow is so relevant right now because one, a lot of the like, you know how like, the water rose and put a lot of things underwater. Yeah, that's real soon. <laughs> Our ice caps are, are rapidly disappearing. Water levels are my, bye bye Miami. Yeah, it's weird how like. <laughs> <laughs> by Miami. We can't even like we can't even like see I've I've heard I've gotten this some of the smartest investment advice I've ever heard was um <laughs> in the more impoverished neighborhoods of Miami, like the hood basically. Because they're higher up on ground. They're higher up. They're at a higher elevation. So you mm-hmm. buy those properties right now for the low, eventually they're gonna be all that's fucking left. You know what? I'm gonna go deeper for it because right now, you know, we're still new podcast. Not many people listen, so if you are listening and you are supporting us. I'm about to drop you a gem of advice right now. A lot of those places people don't pay the taxes on. If you go pay the taxes, the property taxes for some of these places, you can get these places for hundreds of dollars. Yep. You can literally get to the titles for places in the hood for hundreds of dollars, which will soon be worth millions. They have Just um, drop some gems for y'all. Yeah, they have, uh, that's interesting. A lot of people don't know about that. That's like one of uh, one of the ways I'm thinking about buying my first house. Cause you Paying have taxes. Yeah, because yeah. you have like a certain, the person who didn't pay the taxes has like a certain amount of time to yeah. pay the taxes back. But chances are, if they're, the taxes aren't notice. paid back already, they're yeah. either, even if they do get a notice, they might just not be able to afford that shit. Mm-hmm. And you literally claim ownership of the house. Now, but that has... My my advice to anybody listening who's gonna do this is do your homework first because some people you pay their like you, you 
<laughs> you're, you're dealing with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't always say what people are liable to do. <laughs> Word of advice. Yeah, you definitely don't want to give them your address if you're taking their house out from under them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing that you could do is you could take some of that oil that you dumped into the ocean earlier, and you could take it to the property, and you could douse the house in oil, or maybe like put it in the grass and you're make ruin the house you just bought or claimed. I or mean, it costs like three hundred bucks, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Three hundred dollars, company. Three hundred dollars for a house, probably what, like two, three grand to fix the soil. You straight, you straight. You just came up on a crib for thirty three hundred bucks. They don't, they don't know how much it is to clean up oil, bro. They just see that shit and they're like, oh, I'm not paying these taxes. Oh, I got wait. oil all over my shit. Yeah, they weren't paying in the first place. Yep. Shit, man, that's crazy that you can do that. Just kill their pets, eat them for dinner. Yep. Uh, mm. I've heard dog meat is delicious. I've never heard that. I heard it's uh some of the most tender meat. You know they they eat dogs in certain parts of the world. Yeah, no, it, it's a uh, it's a delicacy. Would you eat a dog? Uh, no. I would I wouldn't eat my dog. I definitely wouldn't eat my dog. I mean, what's 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 the line you cross it with animals? Like, what animal wouldn't you eat, and why? Just like if I fucks with it, if I don't fucks with it, <laughs> like I fucks pi- with dogs. <laughs> like, like pigs are way more emotionally intelligent than dogs. Yeah, but I don't fucks with pigs, so it's not a not a problem. <laughs> 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 I mean, oh man, I'm like like I mean, I'm just saying. There's like a people have no, a weird I mean, line it, with it, animals that they won't eat, and I'm be, like, why? It'd be weird. Like if I, uh, yeah, it'd I be would hard. Eat a monkey. Too human like. Yeah, if if I if I owned a farm, and I spent every day with the cows, it'd be very hard for me to yeah, eat one of the cows. But that's, what, that's why I say I wouldn't eat my cow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I'm hungry and there's some cooked meat in front of me, as long as it's not my animal, why wouldn't I eat it? Yeah, I mean, especially especially if you're in, like, a dire situation. I mean, I'd eat... Fuck dire, dude. If I'm hungry past 5 o'clock, that's <laughs> dire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably... Um, it'd, be, it'd be really hard for me to eat a dog. A dog would be, like... Because dogs are just so fucking cute. Yeah, I mean, and, like, I love dogs. Cows are cows and pigs are different than dogs. They got flies all over them and shit. Ah, but that's if you leave them. If you leave a dog outside, it has flies and ticks all over it too. Yeah, but it's an animal. If you, if you stay outside for long enough, you'll fly flies and ticks all over your butt too. Yeah, but all dogs are dogs are just cuter, bro. Mm-hmm. Even if they got flies and ticks. Wild dogs them. aren't cute, especially if they get mange and shit. They look like little demons. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'd eat like a hyena, no problem. Or like a coyote. I, w- I don't know if I'd eat a coyote. They're gross. Yeah, I mean. All meaty. Stringy meat. Hyenas all muscular. Dogs are like domesticated. Yeah, well the muscle's Soft. what you want. The muscle's nah. what you want. Nah, you want that tender meat. Like those like those Wagyu beef cows. Nah, man, fuck that. <laughs> them bitches are stressed out, bro. They make those Wagyu beef cows. What they do is they get them fat as fuck. It's like one of the most fucked up factory farming situations when it comes to the Wagyu meat. beef cows. Because it tastes high, but it's filled with cortisol and stress hormones and shit. I've been eating, recently I've been eating grass-fed beef mm-hmm. and venison. So, like... You feeling better? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? A little bit. Um... I've I've been on that for about three four weeks now, but you know I just been getting my meat at Whole Foods, and it's still probably. I think the best way to eat an animal is to like, kill a wild animal, and. 
you know, do all that shit yourself. Any yeah. any situation where you put a where you have an animal that's farmed, I think it's more more viable to stress hormones and it's just kind of like a fucked up thing to do. But everybody can't hunt, so See, you gotta find a happy medium somewhere, you know. Just like you said, everybody can't hunt. I I, I do agree with us mass producing food. I just feel like when it comes to animals, you, there's, you get, there has to be a certain amount of humanity that just comes to treating them, yeah. raising them, a certain respect that they're due. Yeah, we just don't supply that in today's current market. It's a it's a life, man. I've seen some of these factory farm documentaries, bro, and there yeah. are peop- there are guys that are like, you know, they're supposed to. There's like a whole processing, uh, a whole processing fucking process, I guess, and. I don't know exactly what it is, but there are certain farms where, like, they have, you know, caught footage of these guys, like, the animal's supposed to be dead before it goes into this machine mm-hmm. because this machine's going to hurt like a fucking bitch if right. it's alive. And they're, like, the animal's alive, and the guys are, like, making jokes about it, and they're, like, talking about how they're going to oh. kill this animal and that animal, and they're That's taking sick. they're taking the blood and, like, throwing it at each other, just fucking around and shit. Dude. L- literally twisted. a demon. Yeah, it's twisted. That's disgusting, twisted. bro. I, as much as I say I would eat a certain animal, because, like, I'm obviously not going to slaughter the animal myself. And <laughs> but would I eat the meat of an animal? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, But when it comes to treating it, like, while it's alive, there has to, like I said, there needs to be some kind of respect for life. Yeah, there's, that's that's a weird job. Um, Because yeah. that, you know, that's one of those things where you could you go into that job being a completely, you know, normal good-hearted person you know if you live in like a rural area yeah and it's like one of the only things you can do and you know you're but food is necessary like we have to have food for the the populace you're murdering but for a purpose but i mean if you do that for so long or even if you go in there new and there's somebody that's been there for so long Mm -hmm. that's just giving you the social pressure of doing it in a fucked up way yeah and you follow suit it begs the question, like, was that always something that was <laughs> inside of you, or did that get planted inside of you? Yeah. You, you know, I, I, I like that. I used to watch that movie Avatar a lot. That's I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the second one coming up. 2022, year for movies. That should go hard. Awesome. But I liked how in that movie, whenever they, excuse me, whenever they killed something, they always had a respect for taking yeah. that life, you know? Yeah. And it's it's just a shame that within our civilization we've lost that respect for life yeah and that's something like um you know a lot of a lot of hunters do that like it's a like when you're they when you use the whole carcass kind of yeah thing. yeah mm-hmm. like when you're out hunting and you kill especially if it's something like a bear yeah you know? and bears bears are kind of tricky to eat um you're a lot more like the meat's just not as clean. You got to yeah. be a lot more careful with the meat so you don't get sick. And uh, I mean, a lot of people don't hunt bear, but even if you're, you know, hunting elk or something, it's a living thing. But a bear, especially because it's such a powerful predator. Right. And when you when you kill that bear or that deer or that elk or that wild hog, it's like a spiritual Fuck moment. Hogs, though. Fuck hogs. Yeah, no, nah, dude. Wild boars go fucking they, crazy. Yeah, they need to be kind of killed off. Yeah, and deer yeah. too for real. But different, yeah, different I mean, story. there's there's certain areas where the population of these animals is so you know it's throwing the ecosystem. Yeah, off. exactly. So exactly. I mean, but that's that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, animals being held in captivity for food. That's yeah. a whole different conversation. There's some of that too, but I mean, usually when a hunter kills one of these animals, it's like a spiritual thing almost. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. It's like uh, it's like if you if you have some kind of like sworn enemy, 
and you get into a fight with that enemy and yeah. you fuck them up, afterwards you have some kind of respect for them. Yeah. Like, you know. For fighting the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But with factory farming, they're just kind of like uh, objectified, and it's fucking gross. Dude, I, dude, we just jumped from supercell storms to damn animal cruelty. Yeah, facts, facts. I love it. Back to uh, <laughs> back to the fucking storms, though. But man. you know what? That's what I like about our podcast, though, is that with still human is such a there's there's so much to be talked about that envelops what it means to still be human. Yeah. You know, that, like, we can talk about so many things that relate back to what we stand for in our brand. Well, that's, yeah, that's why it works so well as a brand, because really all we're talking about is the human experience. Yeah. It's and a, the human experience. POV. Yeah. The human experience is, you know, what humans not only go through, but what humans think about and what humans innovate and what humans observe. Talking about innovate. You ready for this Hubble? Tell this new. This James Webb motherfucker, James bro. Dude, dude. I'm excited. That's just going to be hard, bro. You'd be able to. See my dick from this Pluto oh. with that. <laughs> <laughs> but literally. <laughs> literally, bro. You could see the fucking see the fucking hairs on my cock from Pluto with that bitch, bro. Uh, um, uh, they're talking about it's so powerful we'll be able to see into the future. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Excuse me. The past. Uh, we'll be able to see, I think they said within 100 within million years. Within the first 100 million years. Of time? Yeah. Wow. Of the Big Bang. But I wonder, like, because... I guess the observable universe, meaning the universe as we've ob- ob- observed it so far, yeah. is 14 billion years old, right? But we haven't observed like 95% pers- of it. So, like, have we seen back to the Big Bang already? Or is 14 no. billion years just as far as we can see so far? So, uh, so the way that I believe they're saying is that we've seen evidence to support the probability of a Big Bang from what we have seen. 14 billion years yeah. ago. But they okay. haven't... I don't think we'll ever be able to actually get back that far, If even if the Big Bang is what happened, because we really don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a theory. But uh, it is the most... It's, it sounds about right. You know, a bunch of shit that at any moment could have exploded, well, did, in the matter. That's where... That's where um the theory, like, have you ever heard the theory that a black hole will lead you into another universe or dimension? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. That theory comes from the singularity, which is within the black hole, which is this, like, infinitely dense point, like the size of a pin. It's mm-hmm. just dense as fuck. And it's that Tons point. In, yeah, that point in the black hole where everything kind of goes to, all the light and all the particles and shit. And I guess the theory from the Big Bang is like the same thing. There was once a singularity yeah. where the entire universe was condensed into In the size spot. of the head of a pen. Yeah. And then that bitch just got too dense and exploded. And now every fucking thing's here. You know, that's kind of, the Big Bang is kind of why I believe, Not it's not fully why, but I, I do believe in like a God because like the Big Bang is so, so big, it's almost like supernatural. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like something put these things in place to perfectly be what they are. But I also think that the probability, like, it's not just God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do think that some, there was some kind of 
you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't think there's some guy grabbing shit and putting it together, trying to make life other places. I just think there's some kind of like energy almost that guided things in a direction. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know if I can call it a consciousness. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's like aware of what it's doing, but there's, there, I feel like there's something that pushed all this out cuz you know nothing happens from nothing well, something creates the u- the universe is trippy bro trippy um cuz a lot of what creates like there's this there's this experiment that they did and it's like i can't remember the name of the experiment it's like yeah. the most simple most famous and most simple experiment that anybody in the field of quantum physics has ever done and basically they observed these particles and they determined that when the particles were not being observed, they weren't set in one place. So, like, it's really hard to explain. Quantum physics in general is pretty fucking complicated. complicated but, um, so, like, if you're not, like, looking at something, it's technically, like, not even there. Is it, does it mean that, or or does it mean like l- let me let, let me frame it in in a in a different like for example, if I'm not looking at you, you're going to act differently than if I am, and is it possible that on a smaller micro level, it's the same thing that when we're not observing it, it acts differently? Quite possibly, bro. I don't know. I'm a meteorologist. is very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my field, man. That, that stuff is like. You know, I, I'm. I don't. I don't. I find myself to be an intelligent person. You know, I. I hope that I'm correct in that assumption of myself. Even if I'm not, quantum physics is something that's so hard to really grasp your mind around, because you're talking about such small properties of reality. I read. I read a whole book on it by this guy named Sean Carroll. Sean Carroll. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Sean Carroll. I. I Carroll. A. I mean, it's a decent sized book. I think it's like four or five hundred pages, and I I read this entire book, and I did my best to grasp it, bro. I couldn't tell you one single fucking thing about what I read. <laughs> I, I shit you not, bro. Like I didn't like. I knew what the words were. Yeah. And there were like some things that kind of made sense in the moment of like reading them, but like. There's no easy way for somebody who understands it to even explain it. You know, like most like... I don't want to throw you off, but I'm taking a dab. All right. You know, like, you know, there's this saying that the smartest people can take the most complex subjects and then dumb them down into something that even the dumbest person could understand. And like, this guy did that with quantum physics, but it was still too smart for the dumbest person to understand. Or even somebody who's you know, as smart as me being a meteorologist <laughs> who fucking, you know, was reading this shit. And I, I, I didn't get it. The only thing I really got from it was he, like, debunked astrology. And I don't understand his debunking of astrology, but I'm like, all right, this guy's smart as fuck, and he debunked astrology, so I guess astrology's been debunked. I'm not going to knock, dude. Not the kind of guy I am, but I am going to say that I truly believe that when, where, how, why you're born affects a lot of things to do with who you are. And I think that's the same thing with <coughs> excuse me, 
with not just not just even life though. I think the same thing in death. I think that when, where, why, how, all those question marks at the end or the beginning affect continuously throughout the rest of whatever phase of life or death you're in. See, I have um, I don't know, cause in a way, in a way, we can measure that, right? Like where you're born. Mm-hmm. You were born in Beverly Hills. Yeah, in Beverly Hills, chances are your parents are rich. Compared to, say, East St. Louis. Yeah, compared to, say, East St. Louis. If you're growing up in East St. Louis, you're going to have a much harder life. Education. And how you were born, you mm-hmm. know, were you born premature? You're probably going to have some health problems. Yep. But were your parents healthy? Did they smoke? Did they drink? Did they fuck backwards? I don't know. I'm weak. <laughs> there's, there's so many things that... Throughout your life, like you, you know how they say you have, there's a billion thoughts. Me and you talking about you know how they say you know how they say. <laughs> We're going back and forth with all these uh, references. You know how they say this. <laughs> but, well, but shit, I didn't fucking say the shit. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> did. <laughs> but but you know there's like you you have there's a billion different things you can do with your life. Yeah. And uh, everybody always is so afraid of of death. Uh, talking about life and death, but, but when you think about when you think about it. On the term, I'm gonna come back to kind of some quantum physics. Everything is energy. You know, what I mean, just it's just constantly moving energy. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the laws of energy, energy never it never can't tra- be destroyed. It just transfers forms. Yeah. So when we die, our energy just transfers forms. And I think that just that whenever we die, just like how when we're born and there's a bajillion possibilities of what the fuck could happen. I think it's probably like damn near the same a thing. Bajillion, a bajillion possibilities of what could happen. Like after who we knows? Die. Who knows? I just think that. There's no way there could be one answer to something that's so consuming as yeah. the words of life or death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't. I, astrology specifically is a weird one because I've always been turned off from it because a lot of people use astrology to justify their bullshit. So I got a I got Aquarius sign Ted on my finger. I'm an Aquarius though. I'm a I'm a Libra, and I don't. I don't know if I act like a Libra or think like a Libra or not. Um, <laughs> I don't really like. I don't. I don't really understand it. But I was. I was. I've always been turned off from it because of the people who use it to justify their nonsense. Like I fucking stole ten million dollars from my boyfriend. I'm a fucking Gemini. What do you I'm expect? Weak. <laughs> you, know? Weak <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. So I mean I I I think I kind of look for a confirmation bias on anybody who debunks it, but you know I heard that new telescope is gonna uh, tell us if astrology is true or not. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I feel as if I'm being fucked with. No, nah, bro. Seriously. All right. Well, we'll fucking see. Want <laughs> to put money on it, bro? I bet you an apple juice. I, I bet I'll raise you to a fucking. Sprite. Damn, bro. I don't know if I could do a Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sprite's actually cheaper. Um, but I just fucking drank a Monster, so I shouldn't even... I, I, to most of my listeners, I drank water fucking all day long, like every day. So every now and then, you know what? I have an energy drink. Hate on me if you want. I drink all sorts of bullshit. You know what we didn't talk about last week that what? I really wanted to get to? We didn't talk about my mans, bro. Young Dolph, bro. Oh, man. Rest man. in peace, man. Memphis is like a war zone right now. Memphis. 
Memphis has always been crazy, but dude, especially like, I, it's so fucked up, bro. Yeah. Dolph is like, wasn't he set up by the uh, owner of the cookie shop? There's like a theory that he was. I don't know if there's any like proof behind that or not. Um, I think it's a possibility, but like, or like the owner's daughter or some shit. Dude. But he also he also posted on social media that you know he posted every time he went back to Memphis and he went to that cookie shop. He yeah. posted on social media, so like people knew like if he was in Memphis, he'd be there eventually, and everybody knows his fucking camouflage Ferrari and or Corvette or whatever it was. And it's just a fucked up situation because he was like, you getting it. He was getting it. Well, Dolph is like a really inspirational person, bro. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's and he does a lot. He does a lot, and he fucks with everybody. But he was, he was a, you know, crack baby, and like this is like, this is why like I think rap is such a, uh, magnetic genre of music. It's because you see so many people who just come from absolute fucking nothing, the hardest circumstances you could imagine yeah. as an American citizen, and they just. You know, they turn nothing into gold. And Dolph was like, you know, picture-perfect representative of that. You know, he's putting his family on. He's bringing Key Glock up. He's got the whole paper route entertainment thing. Yeah. He he did so much for the community of Memphis. And, you know, there's always like, I mean, part of coming up, especially in the way that he did, you're always going to have those, like, ties back to the street. It's always going to be a part of your life somehow. But it's just... uh. It's it's really sad to see it happen to him, it, you know, especially, like, it's not really, like, uh, for the most part, that's not, like, the kind of music I listen to, you know, even if I'm listening to rap, I'm listening to something a little bit softer, but, like, you know, Dolph goes hard. Yeah, I mean, he made, he made great fucking music, yeah. you know, he'll get you charged up, and just to see, you know, something like that happen to him, it's really fucked up, but I think kind of one of the one of the hidden beauties of it was the way that the community in Memphis came out and like showed their support for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even, even his people who were out there shooting for him, I mean, it's fucked up, but like within that event, you could kind of see that like there was this outpouring of love from the community. Right. For Dolph. Yeah. For Dolph. And that's always a really beautiful thing to see, but I mean, overall a really fucked up situation. You know, it's, it's, it was a fucked up situation, and it was a scary, reoccurring coincidence that not long after he gets out and buys his masters, yeah, he ends up murdered. Yeah, yeah. That's also uh, that's uh, there was this theory about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson owned his masters, I believe, and, and was beginning and to Prince. talk about the uh industry michael jackson was just beginning to speak up about the industry you know he had been in it since he was a child you know he was there's a reason michael jackson was a weirdo yeah for sure most for sure. most weirdos come from what do, do you know why most people are like most people who have serious problems as adults it comes from their fucking childhood childhood trauma you know what yeah. I mean? so like yeah. i mean his dad was a fucking abusive crazy yeah, guy abusive as fuck super perfectionist with what they had to, i mean he he did them to that status you know what i mean like he really tom brady quarterbacked them into being the biggest thing on the planet but was it he, d- he didn't use bill belichick's methods to do that yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying it wasn't he, uh, the best way of doing it 
there was a um I forget which one of the Jacksons uh it was one of the sisters that came out and I guess like in an interview she had talked about how he like sexually abused them and I don't know how much of that's true or not, but I mean he was you know, he owned his masters and Prince owned his masters too, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, that is, you know, it's hard to say whether or not that's, like, coincidence or if there's something to that. Um, there was another one recently, too, who uh, who bought out their masters and ended up dead. I, I can't, the name just won't come to me, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure people are going to listen to this eventually. And do, if you do the research, you'll find the coincidences. I'm like. trying to think, you know, when when you said that, I was trying to think of rappers that have died over the past, like, two or three years. There but there's so fucking one. many. Yeah, it has. It's been a past four or five years for rappers god i feel like it started with like little pete yeah well i think it, i'm not sure exactly when it started but it started with like drugs and shit yeah pete you know? mac X, yeah and then it just kept juice yeah and then you know, shit started getting weirder nipsey. you know motherfuckers started like <laughs> nipsey got murdered by someone in his own hood yeah Dolph got murdered by someone in, in his, his own, own hood. hood x in his own hood yeah x in his own hood uh pop smoke wasn't in his own hood Back but by one of his homies yeah fentanyl in his fucking it was it like a xanax or something yeah i think he i think he was trying to buy xanax and ended up having some fentanyl in it like bro come come on they found the guy that yeah, sold it, it to him. Yeah, it was his homie, bro. That's what I'm saying. It was with. It was like one of the dudes that was in his entourage. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It's fucking insane. That was probably that was probably the hardest celebrity death ever. Mac? Yeah. Nah, bro. Kobe. I'm sorry. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe's up there. Kobe's up there. Kobe, bro, I'm one for the for the black community, bro. Kobe was like what a lot of young black men really uh, saw his greatness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in, in especially within, you know, the generation before me, was Mike, but, like, and he, black kids are really thrown basketball or music as your chances yeah. of getting out of poverty. I yeah. personally didn't really grow up in deep poverty, but when I still, like, w- interacted with people, it was always music and basketball. Like, so like, what the fuck was, like, what you talked about? You know, so, like, Kobe was the figurehead of basketball, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like him dying in the way that he died. The way that he died was so insane. Well, I still like it's it hurts. It I, just hurts, man. I think I guess it depends on who you are cuz I just, you know, just absorb more of Mac Miller's content than Kobe. Mac Miller was always like one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I loved Mac, bro. Um huge Mac fan. But I mean, with with Kobe, I mean, you know, you grew up like I grew up. I watched Sports Center literally every single yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, we just turn it on every single night, even during the off season, bro. There's something about Kobe on Sports Center. He was just so great. He, his work ethic was, I mean, he, he copied Jordans basically. Yeah. And but I think he art. I think he was more personable, and I think he articulated that work yeah. ethic and that attitude to the people a lot better than Jordan did. And I think a lot of people were able, you know, a lot more people were able to relate to him because yeah. of that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you could you could see it. I mean, the guy dropped fucking sixty points in oh, his, his, time, his last, last game, game, bro. Shaq Shaq was like, "Get fifty, Kobe said, "Fuck you, Shaq. Here's sixty. Yeah. Come on, man. Like. <laughs> and for him to, and it's crazy when you look into his death too, how he was trying to get into the pharmaceutical. 
I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I, hold up. Let me. I'm not gonna Google check it right now. I'm not sure. If I remember correctly, Kobe had some big buy-in with. Uh, damn no, it might have been Nike with his shoes or something. I can't. I can't remember exactly, bro. I'm so fucking. I just took this dab and it got me reeling. But if uh, I I could look it up right now, but I'm not gonna do that. We could do that later. Maybe I'll talk about it in another episode. Come back next week with it. Uh, matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm gonna do next week. I'll come back with some evidence about the Kobe shit, how it's weird, and we'll really get in depth with that. I've heard some. I've heard some theories about that. I don't really like remember any of them off the top of my head. But w- the one thing that I found the weirdest that sticks out was there was this like cartoon that I'd never fucking heard of until he died. Um. But there was this cartoon, it was like a basketball cartoon, and in one of the episodes that came out like a year or two before that happened, there's a scene where Kobe dies in a plane crash, and he, uh, like, or a helicopter crash, and the helicopter crashes, and he's, he's, you know, got his, like, phone in his hand or something, and he's sticking out of the helicopter, he's like, asking for help and one of the kids is like pass me the phone I'll call the police and he's like pass and then he just explodes and dies and <laughs> that's fucked up <laughs> but it, it have like they the cartoon was before he yeah, died yeah no I get it it's just like it, I'm not it's fucked up the coincidence you yeah know what I'm saying like yeah the but that joke's kind of fucked up too stuff <laughs> like that I don't know if like Things like that are a coincidence because, when, once again, when you go back to singularity, time has a certain, like, whenever, <laughs> oh, man, I f- we can't think things that aren't real. Like, we, our, our thoughts cannot, we cannot physically produce things in our mind that don't have realism. So, like, when whoever. Some sort of truth to Some them. sort of truth to yeah. so, so, whenever this person thought of this cartoon, they more than likely were tapped into some realism and portrayed it bef- like a, a sequence of events before they happened. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Like, like, no, it wasn't exactly like the way it happened, but it was so eerily close. Mm-hmm. You can't deny the freakish, the freakish like coincidence. That's just, yeah. It's crazy. Can, you can see where people would look at that and be and, like, and what it's the not fuck? Just like, it's not just, you know, that cartoon. The Simpsons have done it hella times. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many like memes and, what what do they call them? Those political drawings. Uh, political cartoon. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, 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 could, I probably could have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, the fucking there's so many of those who, that have come out and been like eerily close to truth. That's there's there's just no way all these things are coincidence, bro. I just there's some kind of singularity that we as humans can tap into. That is that is an interesting thought, like part of our consciousness or whatever you want to call it might be in tune with something that happens as in what we perceive as, as the future yeah. but the future in a way is has already happened or is happening somewhere and our mind is in tune with that yeah bro. so it brings that event into what we yeah. perceive as the present that's some high shit. Yeah, bro. bro. I'm just saying, cause like, and and if you really, 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 really want to get deep, the CIA's been releasing documents about how we can like meditate and manifest reality and and uh, what's it called? Uh, when you leave your body, um, astral project. We can astral project. These are things that the CIA has you know confirmed that yeah. are real. 
uh and if you if you look into that that's literally the same thing as what i like was what i'm saying that you can tap into a higher i don't know the, the word for it a higher Dimension. knowledge base yeah higher uh state of being maybe i don't i don't know what you call that either and the in in there it's there there's there's knowledge there's information that you can learn from and these aren't. This isn't me saying. This is like. This is the straight up CIA release document yeah. saying that this is what happens, and they train people on how to do this. And I feel like just sometimes subconsciously people tap into that. Have you ever? Have you ever done like acid or shrooms, and something super trippy happens that, regardless of whether or not you were on acid or shrooms, would be trippy, but it just happens at the moment when it would be the trippiest for you. Dude, I don't know. So like <laughs> I've had I've had a few of these. I've had a few of these. Um the first one I went to this rave. I think I might have told this I definitely told you this story. I might have told it on the podcast before, but I went to this rave. And this is when I first started raving. Um you know, I was probably 18 at the time. Um and I really just went to the raves for the drugs. You could find any drug you <laughs> wanted fucking everybody was on drugs and I was like I love drugs this is where I need to be Yeah. yeah. and I went there and I was looking for Molly because Molly was my shit at the time I couldn't find any Molly Turn so I up. just took some just took some acid you know and I'm at this rave <laughs> alone at the Skadium in St. Louis on acid it's Dude. dark there's was wobbly it Tuesday? nah it was, it was a different event um, it was dark, all this wobbly music was playing, I didn't know a fucking soul, and everybody was zooted out of their mind. You're on fucking acid. I got scared. Yeah. I got yeah, scared. Understandable. So, I get, I, I get scared, and I, I end up walking out because I need some air, and the time that I walked out, apparently, it was like, I guess you could, like, walk out and come back in before 3 p.m., but yeah. you couldn't afterwards, so I fucking... You know, I walk outside, I'm still tripping balls, I'm not really ready to drive home, but I can't come back in, so I'm like, fuck it. So I go to my, you know, 97 Nissan Altima with a fucking rust hole in the ceiling, probably the shittiest car I've ever owned, and I fucking get in that bitch and I drive home, it's like raining a little bit, I drive Dude. home in complete fucking silence, bro. No cat, yeah, no No talking. music, it's like a fucking, you know, 40 minute drive, and I'm just driving, and I can hear the fucking, I can hear the fucking water coming off of my bumper and like I can hear like the <laughs> fluids in my engine moving around and I'm just driving like my fucking asshole's like clinched bro like I'm trying to win a fucking arm wrestling contest bro I'm just straight butthole clinching and I'm whipping and I'm whipping and I'm whipping and finally I get home and I get home <laughs> and I'm like thank fuck no thank bro. fuck bro it was like, like that it was one of the one of the best moments of my life when i when i got home bro like i don't want to say like one of the best moments but like Happiest as far as like a, leaving. as far as like a tangible sense of relief yeah it was like one of the most i've ever felt it was it was fucking insane just like getting home i was so fucking happy and i walk up to my room and i lay down in my bed and i'm i'm cool everything's done now meanwhile the place that i live I live in the attic of PJ's aunt's house. So I'm in the attic. PJ, at this point in time, eventually I had the attic to myself, but at this point in time, PJ's aunt and her boyfriend also lived in the attic. It was like a finished attic. Had a kitchen, a bathroom, and shit. And on the middle floor 
were PJ's aunt's parents, and on the bottom floor were PJ's aunt's daughter and her boyfriend. And when I moved in there, there was three cats. Yeah. There was Spot, who lived in the attic. Then there was Mama, who was a black cat, who was a woman. And then there was Garfield, who looked like Garfield, big-ass orange cat. This one that gave birth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get, I, you know, and, and by the time by the time this story happens, there's like, I think, seven cats. Because Garfield and the mother cat had a litter of five, and then Damn. Garfield died. So, the kittens from that litter were probably four or five months old at this point, and one of the kittens had gotten pregnant from the cat that was upstairs, because they just didn't neuter shit, I guess. And, uh, fucking, so this, like, four or five-month-old cat's pregnant, bro, and I'm fucking, I get home from this fucking crazy-ass night, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, everything's good, I'm chilling, ain't got nothing to worry about, I'ma just lay here, and I'ma just drift off to sleep. I'm sitting here, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and it takes a second to register, but like as soon as it registers, I'm like, oh my fucking god, this cat's giving birth. So I got I walk into the other room, and uh, PJ's aunt's boyfriend's laying in bed. He had gotten drunk and shit himself the night before. He had shit the bed the night before. So I'm like, yo, wake up, dog. The cat's giving birth. And he's like, huh? shit himself. Yeah, he's like, well, so he's got to, you know, he gets up. I'm like, damn, it smells like shit. Starts walking to the bathroom, like, I, you know, I can see it. I'm like, bro, you shit yourself. Like, clean up real quick. <laughs> but like, he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, dude, so, how do you just shit yourself? And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, you know, next to the cat while the cat's giving birth, and I'm, like, stroking the cat, telling her she's doing a good job. And it was really, like, a powerful moment, but it was trippy as fuck because I was tripping balls as this was happening, yeah. you know? And, uh... It was like one of those things like out of all the nights that cat could have given birth in that like one to two week period. It just happened to be the night that I was tripping. And you wonder if there's like some kind of connection there. Like, did this happen this night? <laughs> because it would have been a more powerful learning experience for me. Yeah. Is there a reason like did something want me to perceive this while I was tripping balls? You know, because I definitely had like greater appreciation for it because I was tripping. Dude, that's powerful. Yeah, no, it was one of the one of the most surreal moments of my life. Now, the second time this happened, um, I was uh, I was just tripping balls in my fucking. It was when I lived in that place in Shiloh. I don't know if you ever been there. Is when like when I first started hanging out with you, I lived in this place, and uh, I live with uh, one of my buddy's ex girlfriends who was a very interesting character. <laughs> um, I think I might have sold her weed once. I think you did sell her weed once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we were fucking, you know, we were just chilling. She was in her room. I was in the living room, which was my room. And I went outside to smoke a cigarette. And it was back when I smoked cigarettes. And I went out back, you know, smoke a cigarette. She uh she came out back trying to have a conversation, which usually I don't like having conversations with most people. But at that point, I was tripping balls. I was like, "What's up? Let's kick it," yeah. <laughs> you know. And like, um, and we're we're chilling out back, and <laughs> we just hear this blood curdling scream, bruh. 
<laughs> that would have made me shit my pants if I was dead sober. But I just happened to be on acid. and It's one of those things that would have been trippy either way. But we heard this blood-curdling scream, bro. And the scream was like, and she wasn't tripping. She heard it too. You know, it definitely happened. And the scream was like so terrifying and generated so much concern and like reason reason to believe that something fucked up was happening. It literally sounded like somebody getting stabbed, bro. It was nuts. That me, being a drug dealer at the time and tripping balls at the moment was like, all right, I'm going to call the cops. So I called the cops. (laughs) I called the cops. I'm so weak. (laughs) And fucking... That's the whitest thing you've ever told me, Juicy. That's the whitest thing you've ever told me. I've called the cops a few times. I've never called the cops. But I I know a couple of the reasons you have called the cops. You've had to call the cops pass. You've got some pretty valid reasons to call the cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, this was this was one of those, bro. Like <laughs> the you know, like I said, my roommate at the time was sober. She was tripping. Like, bro, if you would have heard this scream, you'd have been like, "Yo, we need to call the cops." Yeah. Or like, we need to but go over there and see what's. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Last night, like two, three a.m., I hear blood curdling scream so loud. I, I'm I had my headphones in. I took my headphones off, opened up my window. Like you know what I'm saying? Like double layers I had to go through to get to my ear. So then I fucking come outside and I, I got a window in my living room. I can open up hella high, open it up. I peep outside. I see nobody. So I just closed my window and went back to sleep. I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, I, where you live, that probably happens. Yeah, bro. I'm downtown St. Louis. Anybody who doesn't know. And this place, this place that I lived in, Shiloh, I mean, it wasn't like... Don't come creep on me now that I've said that. It was, it was like a... It, it wasn't like the hood. It was like a high crime area for Shiloh, though. Yeah. You know? And, um, and I mean, I heard it, and I called the cops, and I guess they went over, and, like, the maintenance man for the apartment complex and his daughter had gotten into some kind of scuffle. And I think what we figured out, we eventually figured out it happened, was he, like, she, like, was trying to walk out the back door and he like grabbed her by her head and like yanked her back in like that. Shit. And I guess I guess he'd been like beating on her or some shit for a while. Um but just the fact that like I lived in that place for almost 2 years. And just one of the nights that I did acid there that ends up happening. Yeah. And it's like why like did this trippy out of the ordinary thing happen while I was tripping? when it would be, like, extra trippy. Yeah. It's like, is there something, like, in what I perceive is the future telling me that this is the night you need to trip balls because in what you perceive is the present, some shit's going to go down and you're going to want to be tripping for it? Shit. That's, that's trippy thought in itself. Trippy, trippy, bro. Dude. Hey, let's take a little break. I got to fucking pee. Let's do it. We'll be right back still, fucking human. Bitch. I don't know why we're cussing so much tonight, guys. Sorry. I think we do that all the time. Yeah, good point. Be right back. <laughs> Penis. And we're back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking speaking of tripping balls, I got a I got a few more crazy acid stories. I could I could go on a tangent about this, but but how about you, man? You got any good tripping ball stories? One time I was watching this uh movie. And uh, the main character's tongue just dropped out of his mouth and, like, split in half. And I'm I'm sitting here watching this, like, I know this isn't really happening. Like, <laughs> like there's no way that this is what's really happening in the movie. But it's what I'm seeing, you know what I mean, with my own two eyes. 
and that right there was just a surreal moment where I realized like I'm hallucinating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That was trippy as hell. Um, I remember one time I had this terror. This is actually why I stopped taking hallucinogens. Is uh, I was I was. It was shortly. This wasn't the day I stopped, but it was shortly after this that made me like have a greater respect and fear for for what it is. Right. Is one time I was walking around the neighborhood, and as I was walking, it was like I was back. It was like I was taking a seat. It was like I was watching a movie of things happening, and like every I don't know, maybe fifteen. 20 seconds everything that happened would like catch up to me at once and i would like relive those 15 to 20 seconds and like be be actually like in the moment and then i once again sit back and like time would flow and then i would catch up again and and it made me realize that in those moments where i was like sitting back i wasn't in control of my body you know what i mean like i wasn't yeah, that was me, but, like, I wasn't telling myself to do whatever the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was sitting back door watching. And it terrified the shit out of me because I feel like in those moments, one, who what was controlling me, and two, what could I have done? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that made me just totally uncomfortable. That's, um, I've never had anything like that happen to me, but that's a scary, uh, that's a scary thought. I've had, like... All of my bad trips have been, like, me processing trauma. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, like, processing the trauma, you know, I either, like, just kind of, like, lose control of my emotions. I've had trips where I've cried for, like, eight hours straight. Oh, yeah. Especially off shrooms. Yeah. See, it's never happened to me off shrooms, but off acid, I've I've had those. Um I did have my first really intense shroom trip was emotional. I didn't I didn't cry, but I wasn't in the greatest mood, you right, know. I was right. thinking about some kind of dark shit. Um I've had, you know, there I've had one trip where I was like really emotional and it just led me to like completely fucking like freak out. Um I called my boss over to my house for some reason just because I didn't want to be alone. He offered to take me to Six Flags. I should have gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've had a... I, I'll never forget my first time doing acid. And this was like... This was like a weird situation because this was the night after... No, it was the night that I had gotten kicked out of my house for like the final time. So I was 17... And it was junior year of high school, and my dad and stepmom had kicked me out of the house that day. And I went, and, you know, I'd lived with my buddy Gabe and his parents for, mm-hmm. you know, probably half a year after that. And I went over to Gabe and uh, Gabe's house, and, you know, Gabe's a trippy motherfucker. So, <laughs> so you got trippy. He was like, he was like, yo, let's go do some ass. And this is my first time really doing it. It's crazy how young you were because, like, your brain was nowhere near developed yet. Nowhere near ready. The first time I actually tripped, I did shrooms once um, freshman year, and I did LSA seeds freshman year, and that was trippy. Um, did you say L- LS what? LSA seeds. They're really similar to, like, they're really similar to acid. They're, uh, I forget what the name of the flower is that they grow, but there's this flower that grows, and, like, the seeds that grow the flower hallucinogenic. Hmm. Um, and you have to get them, like, it's it's best if you, like, grow the plant 
and then like you, harvest the seed. Yeah, harvest the seed yourself because if you buy the seeds, then they're gonna be like treated with chemicals and shit. Right, right. Um, but that they work. They get you high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get you high as fuck. Um, but I mean, this was like this is my first like you know those were fairly intense. Um, the shrooms didn't do too much to me uh, the first time I took them, but and then I did I did acid one more time shortly before. Uh, I got kicked out of the house. I did like took it on sugar cubes, but it wasn't very intense at all. And uh, but this time I was like, oh, we started the night out. You know, we had school the next day. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna skip school. We went over to this guy's house who was like a base head. You know, it was like yeah. probably like 30 years old, really like intense, like raver dude. Was always fucking around in the base cave and shit, and just like a trippy motherfucker. Like his house was the perfect fucking place to trip. Right. You know, it was like decorated and built around tripping um so we go there and start off he's like all right let's do three hits so i take three hits off rip holy shit and then i end up taking i take one more and then three more halves so dude five and a half uh, Dude, you were fucking gone. My first time really rolling. I was. It was. It was cool though. It was a great trip. And like I, I remember like the first time I ever like really recognized <laughs> visuals while hallucinating. I looked at my phone and the fucking apps were floating off yeah, my phone. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is neat. Technology and hallucinogens uh, don't mix. Yeah. Sometimes I like look at letters on my phone. Yeah. Like text messages and shit, and they just like freak me out yeah. the way they look. Yeah, or money. You ever look at money while no, you're tripping? I haven't been on money. Yeah, money's trippy while you're tripping, for sure. But, um, and then I looked, this guy was playing, you know, really, like, intense bass music, and he was playing this Dragon Ball Z video game. <laughs> and, like, the <laughs> video game was going along with the music perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. And I remember I had to pee, and I go into the bathroom, and I looked down, and I was like, why is my dick so far away? <laughs> <laughs> Why is my arm so long? Yeah, I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Yeah, dude. And Looking into your own eye. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a story about that too. <sighs> um, but you know, I come back in the room, and the guy whose house it was, his face was like, so it was like his normal face, and then half a face to the side of his normal face on either side. So it looked like he had like four faces. <laughs> And it was it was it was insane. It was it was a great trip. I didn't get freaked out at all. It was fucking awesome. That's what's up. As long as you had a good time. And I remember this one time, like you said, looking into your eyes while you're tripping, bro. I was I was tripping. I think it was off like three or four hits, and I fucking was looking into the mirror, and I was looking like right into my left pupil, and I started falling into my pupil. <laughs> like there was like this like <laughs> like fucking like swirl in my vision almost like a yeah. kaleidoscope and I like like a vortex and I got like sucked into the vortex and fell into my pupil and just started thinking about all this crazy ass <laughs> shit <laughs> well, I realized I was tripping when I had my face pressed up against the glass I'm like I can't get any fucking closer <laughs> like whoa my fault that might have been a little loud that's alright fuck it no, I realized I had the mic all up in my mouth, but I realized I couldn't get any closer. Like, I had my eyeball almost touching the glass, like, trying to see as much as my eyes as I can. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am I need to get the fuck down <laughs> from the sink. 
I remember I remember one time I was on acid and I was petting this cat and I was like stroking it from front to back. Cats are cool on acid. Oh yeah, for sure. Any animals cool. Pets are cats fucking are dope on so acid. Cats are just so like intelligent. Yeah, cats are cats are really like interesting animals to observe. Yeah, cause there's so much personality. Yeah, like, you can just watch them do their thing, and it's like fascinating. We took a break. Now we're back. Cats are fucking fascinating animals to watch. Yeah, but I own two dogs. Yeah. Do you think have you ever had them around cats? Do you think they get along with them? Um, at first they probably wouldn't because they'd just be so hype. Yeah, facts. Uh, and cats don't really like that. But I, you know, my dogs are pretty like in control, and they're not violent, so they wouldn't like hurt the animal. Yeah, they probably just be like a little They'd overly playful. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's what I'm more fearful for. Just I'm accidentally hurting something than intentionally like biting it. I wonder. Apparently, my cat doesn't get along well with other other animals, and I don't know how true that is. Um, because the people that gave her to me like said that she got like aggressive off catnip and shit. Yeah. Like they just said a few things about her that I found weren't true, but she is kind of like a, she is kind of a bitch sometimes. Like she's kind of a moody animal. Um, so I wonder, I wonder. I'd like to have her socialize and get yeah. like a get like Bring a dog over or here. another cat. I might give that a shot one day. Because the, the the thing about my dogs is like Trip is a lot more calm, so I can put Curry in the cage and yeah. trip out until until Curry calms down. And then I can introduce them into the environment. Yeah. And, and, you know, I got pretty good voice control for my dogs. Anyone right. who doesn't know, uh, if you own big dogs and you don't have them trained, you're an asshole. <laughs> if your Facts. dog is over 20 pounds and they're not trained, you are an asshole. Nobody wants to hang out with a big dog that's going to jump all over them and be a, be a total dick. And the dog... Most likely, its life isn't going to be as good if it's not trained because Facts. it's not going to be able to socialize as much. And dogs Facts. look for leadership within yeah. the pack. You know, they kind of need somebody to tell them what to do. Yeah, because they're just not that they're Kevin. Who's Kevin? This <laughs> <laughs> is my old, my old roommate. I'm weak. I'm weak. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, man. Because dogs are just they're, they're like children. They get so excited they don't realize what they're doing. You know, they're, they're pure animals. You have to take the lead over them and tell them, hey, get the fuck down. He, no, yeah. hey, no, no one likes that. Nobody yeah. likes that. Sit down. Sorry, guys. That's that's not how I talk to my dogs. Actually, he was talking it, to it, you. It is how I talk to my dogs. I talk to, to them like that, and I call them bitch-ass nigga. I call my cat bitch-ass. <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, I mean, you're not going to call your cat a nigga. No, no. <laughs> but I'll be like, honey, get your bitch-ass over here. Give me some cuddles. I'll be yeah. like, hey, Use you bitch-ass nigga, chill out. Yeah, <laughs> I call her sometimes. I sometimes when I'm talking about her, I say my bitch ass cat. It's like how I tell people about her. Like, yeah, my bitch ass cat. Do, fucking. Do you know how many white people have had to cut off for saying the N word? I imagine a few. Bro, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I I got. Hmm. My friends are predominantly black, uh, but also you know one of my best friends is Asian. Uh, you're one of my best friends. You know, you're white. Uh, I'm Wait, mixed. what? <laughs> I'm mixed, you know. I got white, black family. I, I, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's crazy to me that like this word is such a like. Why do they feel the need to say the word nigga? Like, <laughs> what? It's it's. I'm I'm gonna tell you a secret about white people that isn't really a secret, but in every uh in in most white man's lives. 
when they're growing up, at some point in their teenage years, they say, ooh, here's this word I'm not supposed to say. And, you know, they say it with a rebellious <laughs> spirit. They don't, they don't really understand the connotation of it, you know. Yeah. Or whatever that word is, connotation. Not important. They don't. They don't really understand the impact of it. They just, you know, I've done it. We've all done it as white men. We've just all done it. Juicy. I was. I was like fourteen, bro. Okay. You know what? To all my listeners, I've never heard this man say nigga. It was because I don't anymore. Because I under. I understand. You understand what it? Yeah. Yeah. That's see the the growth. But I mean, point back. You know, back then. You're not really having those conversations. It's like, yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm not supposed to do just this, so rebellious. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you're just being a fucking, you're just being ironic, you know. It's, it is different for children, but as as adults, that's almost in, in in my child life. You know, I grew up in Southern Illinois. I heard hella white people say nigga. Yeah, I heard them say way worse things than nigga. So yeah, <laughs> nigga was not the you know the cutting off line. But when when I grew up, nigga was. You could say a lot less than nigga and get cut off nowadays. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know the the, <laughs> the thing is. Back then, I mean, you're not, uh, for the most part, there are definitely, you know, some kids that age that are saying it with, like, hurtful kind of intentions. a hurtful intent. Yeah. But back then, you're not, you know, you're not thinking about the impact of it. You're just kind of saying it to be funny. You're not, you know, intending to offend anybody with it. But eventually, you know, you, you grow up and you mature to a point where you you have those conversations and you come to better understand the social climate and, at the age we are now, you know, 25 years old, you'll run into some white people who are just like, well, I don't understand why I can't say it. And they just kind of, they never got to that point. They don't understand the controversy behind the word. They don't understand the impact that it has. They don't understand the history that it represents. And some of them might even understand the history that it has. They don't understand the history that it represents. And some of them might even understand the history that it represents. But deep down, or maybe not so deep down, they support that history. And that's why at this point in time, at this age, if you're a white man, Saying nigga, probably just give it a rest, man. Yeah, just give that shit a rest. I mean, and and I, I've heard a lot of people. I've heard even black people say like, we should just if we just stop caring that people if anybody says nigga, then it wouldn't be such a big deal. And I hear you, I hear you. You're right. If we didn't care, then it wouldn't matter. But you do care. But we do care. Yeah, I do give a fuck about how my people were treated in the past. Personally, I, I do care. Yes, I look forward, and I, I I don't judge any white person that I meet off of a criteria from the past. That's that's just so wrong, on so many levels. Just like I I expect white people to look at me and not judge me by the color of my skin. You feel you know what I'm saying? It's just I do care about the past though because it matters. You can't say that shit doesn't matter. You can't look at the world nowadays, the socioeconomic status of of, of black and brown people in our country, and say that the past doesn't matter. It's. It's a really slippery slope because I mean there is there is some kind of there is some truth to the point that you know it is a word and if you don't let the word hurt you then yeah there's some truth to that it's not offensive there's some truth to it but it's oh, a yeah. slippery slope because you start you know start letting white people say it in public and then you know maybe that white person feels some sort of power saying it in public. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that creates some kind of racial tension between that white person and black people. It's like if you let, you know, white people believe some shit like, 
all Asians have the coronavirus, and it's their yeah, fault. I mean, it's just like any other derogatory name. Like, you, you don't walk around women and be like, hey, bitches. Like, why? Because that shit's fucking rude. Like, you don't, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just things you don't do. Mm-hmm. Around Asian people, there's certain things you don't want to call them. And, and, and if you have an Asian friend, please make sure you understand where they're from and get that shit correctly. Don't, don't be calling your, yeah. your Japanese friend Korean and your Korean friend Chinese. That's just rude. You know what I'm saying? Like, learn about their ethnicities and embrace them for what they are. But at the same time, we got to understand, like, where we come from and all that shit matters. And there has to be respect on it. That's why I feel like the word nigga is really just a respect thing. All, yeah, all, all my white friends that don't say nigga, I feel like they're respecting me. It's it's manners. You know what it's I mean? Just it's just general manners. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a common like, yeah. Like I wouldn't. Come on, it's just it's just something that people should just understand nowadays. It shouldn't need to be explained. But it's sad that we honestly. That's why I'm glad we just had a little conversation about it because maybe somebody will hear this and understand it a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. Because that shit is frustrating, man. But me personally, you know, like, like you said, like you don't have to like when people say nigga around me, bro. I just take note. Yeah, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't freak out. I don't make no scene. I just take no. That's that's who you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain point, you know, when you're 25 years old, somebody has told you not to say that around them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're still doing it, it's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so there's some white dudes who grew up in the hood. Like, yeah, I grew up in the hood. I can say nigga. You know, I okay. If if the niggas you hang out with let you say nigga, cool. Yeah. That's that's y'all. Yeah, and that's that's another that's another thing about it is like there are some you know white guys and you know they hang out around black guys that don't give a fuck and they think yeah. they can just take it everywhere because of that. But like, that's not how it works though. Not how it works. I ain't, that's you know? what I'm saying. I don't, and I'm not big and bad and scary. So I ain't I ain't gonna beat I ain't gonna beat you black and blue. Right. You know I'm, I'm just gonna alright, bro. Yeah. That's you. If it's you know if it's just you and the homie that doesn't really care and that's how you guys talk with each other that's yeah, your cool. thing but if you're at the fucking grocery grocery store and the guy ringing up your groceries is black and you're like thanks you know it's, <laughs> like it's just the, the, there's right niggas and there's wrong niggas and one day you're gonna catch the wrong nigga right, that's, right. <laughs> that's all I gotta say <laughs> shit go ahead bro do you yeah I think um, it's in a sad way it's funny to watch like the white guys who like try to fight for their right to say it, yeah. you know. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, bro. I'm so past that shit. It's like, man, life. you really, you really feel passionate about this, Chernobyl. What the fuck's that doing in this documentary? Chernobyl's um, some crazy shit too. Just, anybody who doesn't know, every time that we have a uh, podcast, I put a some kind of documentary, uh, nature documentary, earth documentary on my TV, and I mute it so we just get some beautiful imagery while we talk. Uh, so if you ever hear us like. Last time, last week, it was dolphin porn. Yeah, if you ever hear us talk about just something totally like, just seems like we're pulling it out of nowhere. It's probably because we got it seen it on the TV. Chernobyl was crazy, man. That's that shit. That's what I'm. That's like we said earlier with the supercells. That's one of the things I worry about. With this crazy weather. See, I'm again. I'm a meteorologist. I'm not a fucking nuclear scientist. Um, but like. Chernobyl was n- nuclear technology has evolved a lot since Chernobyl and nuclear uh power is actually like one of the safest and environmentally friendly Have like most environmentally friendly ways. You said what? Have you heard about those mini ones they're making? They're making like mini radio like mini nuclear power sources now. No, I haven't. And they can like set them up like uh, anywhere. See, I 
I haven't heard about that, but I've heard like some of the new technology they're coming out for nuclear power like doesn't produce waste. What? Yeah, they're <laughs> figuring a way. They're figuring out a way to do it without. That sounds too real. Like too good to be true, man. It was a pretty reputable source. I heard it from. I heard it from. Well, I heard it from some guy that was on Joe Rogan's podcast. You hear about Lexus trying to go all electronic by I think twenty thirty something. Yeah, electric uh, Lexus and Toyota, Audis, Audis getting there. You know, fuck it, let's let's jump into something that I think would be really cool to talk about. You know, let's talk about the future. Let's do it. I think I think we could. There's so many. We could have several podcasts just about the future. Yeah, we could. Because we are literally living in it. Like, this is the pretense of what would be called the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, technology has a curve, and when it starts to go up, it really starts to go up. Yeah. We were born right on that cusp of it really starting to go up. Yeah. And I'm so ready for it. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Um... Technology, I mean, the shit that we can do now is really fucking fascinating, man. Um, fascinating. Even just, like, some of the more simple things, like electric cars, bro. Yeah. Do you know how fucking fast a Tesla Plaid is? <laughs> like 3D printing organs? Yeah. 3D printing in general. <laughs> yeah. 3D printing in general, but organs especially, bro. I grow a new dick. That'd be impressive. That'd be Maybe tight. Maybe just have two. I could, Yeah. I could like I could DP a bitch by myself. I could choose like the skin <laughs> texture I wanted on it if I just wanted like a if I wanted like my dick to be blue, I could just avatar? Get a smurf. Yeah, get a blue d- avatar. Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Definitely avatar. Um but yeah. Fucking 3D printing organs that shit's going to save so many fucking lives. Have you ever heard of CRISPR? No, is that it's like uh, gene editing technology. So, like, you'll be able to basically pick what traits you want your baby to have. That's kind of scary. That's kind of scary, but it's also kind of cool. But that's another thing that gives the uh, another advantage to the rich. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It gives I think it gives an advantage to people who like don't want to have kids until their forties or fifties too. Yeah, but once again. Things like that are going to be expensive. And, you know, poverty is, there's a poverty line. and Yeah. You know, certain groups fall below it. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, true that. It's just going to be another thing that they're going to have an advantage in. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Also scary, pretty cool, though. though. It is pretty cool, though. And there's other things like, you know, cyborgs. People are going to soon be, like, half machine. Are you getting the Neuralink? Probably. Eventually. Same. Same. I think, I mean, if it catches on, like, people are predicting it's going to catch on, I think you're going to be pretty behind. far behind yeah. without it. Yeah. And people are always like, you know, that's that's the devil. That's the mark of the devil. And I disagree. If if you if you believe in God or whatever. I'm I'm more spiritual than religious. But I've, to- I've mentioned before, I believe in God. I believe there's there's a higher force to this reality that we live in. Uh, with that being said, if you believe in God, then you believe that God put humans here with the ability to create. And we have created these machines that benefit mankind. Why would we not use them? Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, yes, th- with every with the, with every every light casts a shadow. You know what I'm saying? 
you you can't make something that doesn't have a dark side to it. Right. So for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Come on now. So just because something might like it's how you use it. If you use it for evil ways, then it will have evil outcomes. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know, bro. I'm excited for the Neuralink. I think I think the main concern with it is like if the technology becomes powerful enough for it to kind of take your brain over in a sense that somebody with nefarious intentions would be able to control the Neuralink, therefore being able to control yeah. your actions through the Neuralink. I mean, that's just like, like I said, right now, if somebody wanted to come with a whole bunch of fucking guns and say, get on the floor, what are you going to do? Right. And people, I mean, <laughs> technology already does that. Social media, you know, has a very big influence on how we act and how we treat each other and what we believe. You know, they said, um, I think it was like 17 of the top 20 Christian pages on uh, Facebook are come from Russian troll farms. Wow. Yeah. So people are already using technology to influence our opinions. You know, that's why you see one of the main reasons you see such a strong divide with people, especially on social media, one yeah. of the main reasons you see the right and the left going at it so hard is because of social media kind of adding fuel to the fire on these already, you know, kind of touchy subjects. Um, and that one that one always kind of drives me nuts. I hate when I have an opinion that doesn't align with something that someone on the left might think and they just say that I'm like a far right fucking terrorist yeah. because I think a certain way it's like no like dude I, I don't subscribe to either party I don't either I don't either I mean I probably lean more left than I do right but Same. I don't it, I, most people most people I don't think really understand where they align politically um cuz think about this right like I believe in freedom I think you should be able to do drugs and not get in trouble for it. I think you should be able to own guns. I think you should have the right to get an abortion if you want one. I think that you should basically have freedom over your own life. And I believe in capitalism in the sense that, like, you know, if I want to work harder and get paid more because I'm working harder than the next guy, I like the idea yeah. of being able to do that. Yeah. But it, and that's, you know, really like a libertarian kind of belief system, mm -hmm. which libertarian, you know, if you look at a political spectrum, it's like on the right. See, and Closer to center, but on the right. But I also believe that everyone should have a house. I believe that everybody should have access to medical care. I believe that everybody should have equal access to education. Which is like socialism. Yeah. So like, and socialism's like, you know, really far on the left of the political spectrum. Yeah. So I got these, you know, and these are, like, core beliefs that I have. They shape a lot of, like, how I think the world should work, and they shape a lot of my personality. And, like, so if I got, you know, these two, these two sets of beliefs that are so in such different positions on the political spectrum, what am I really? Yeah. See, I feel you, man, because, like, I believe in government, but it's just like, I don't like government overreaching, you know, Same. like, but I also believe that we need help as people, there's so many million, there's 300 like million people in America, you know what I mean, like, I think we should all be able to get healthcare, I don't think it should be free, I just don't think it should be ridiculously high. 
I think it should be free. I see, but I disagree with that because then who's gonna pay the doctors and stuff? Taxes. But uh, then it's not free. Yeah. Um, it's never I, free. Yeah. I just don't think there should be so many middlemen and the capitalism. Like, there there needs to be more of a value on actually fucking saving lives and making a profit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, insulin shouldn't be what it is. It's just there's a certain. It's the the way they upcharge us is disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that we should be we should have to pay. If you if you break your ankle and you need to get it fixed, the person who fixed your ankle deserves to get paid. Yeah, for by sure. You. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's not their fault. You you broke your fucking ankle. You should pay them, but you shouldn't have to pay them fucking three thousand dollars to fix a broken ankle. See, the thing is, I mean, there are countries where you go, and you know, even in countries that have universal health care, you still have to pay. But you got to pay like. 20, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. It should, it should be reasonably priced. It costs $10,000 to have a baby. And, dude, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. And the thing, the thing about America specifically is you're paying, you know, 100 to $200 a month for health insurance. Yeah. And then when shit gets fucked up, you still got to pay $2,500, and the insurance just covers the rest of it if you're lucky. But you know what you got to do when you go to the hospital? You gotta ask them for an itemized receipt, and you can specifically go through and see what the fuck they charged you for. And, so, and they'll charge you for a lot of bullshit. And yeah. You just go argue, and they'll ju- take some of that s- stuff off. And really? Your, yeah. And cut your bill down by thousands of dollars. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I mean, like, if you, you know, if you get if you get cancer and you need regular cancer treatment in a country like Sweden, yeah, it's not gonna financially ruin you. In America, yeah, you're fucked unless you, unless you you know got money. I mean, you're spending. If it happens to you later in life, yeah, you know, maybe you're on Medicaid, but I, you still got to pay in some way, shape, or form. Um, but if it happens to you, like, if you're like 25 and you get cancer, or if you just if you're like 40 and you just had a kid and that kid gets cancer, like, yeah. you're and you're just a regular middle class family, like you're. You're fucked. You're gonna be in medical debt for the rest of your life, dude. Yeah, the, it's, it's honestly, I, I've I've had times where like, I remember one time I just got to the hospital because I got I was in a car accident, and not too long after that I had this nasty ass gash on my hand, bro. And then I refused to go to the hospital because I was like, I don't want to pay them to yep. stitch them with my hand. I broke my hand. Matter of fact, it healed up. You can you've seen it. It's disgusting. My middle, my middle finger is so bent up. Yeah. But I refused to go to the hospital because I knew they were gonna charge me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I didn't have that money. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I mean, that's how I am. I, you know, like, I do all right for myself, but, I mean, I have medical debt I'm paying off right now. Yeah. I got, like, 1200 bucks in medical debt. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on, like, a payment plan for it, but, like, yeah. it's still, like, a, you know, expense until I get it paid off. And it's yeah. just for, like, uh, that time I got the fucking cement in my eye, that was, like, yeah. that was like a $600 thing. And, uh. I think other than that, I just like physicals for my job and shit. Um, but it's it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's annoying. I should just be able to like hundred dollars max. See, you know, in in the future, I think that people are going to pay for a lot less. But I think we're going to own less. You know, we talked about that. We saw that shit earlier. I think people yeah. are going to. There's not going to be with the rise of technology. We're not going to all need to have ownership over things that just operate on their own you, you know what i'm saying like yeah like they were talking about cars you know a self-driving car basically operate like an like uber, uber th- yeah i've heard um 
there was this thing where Tesla was kind of like trying to do this program where the people who bought Teslas that had like the full self-driving capability would be able to like Uber it out mm. without being in the car. So like if you had a Tesla, say you're going to sleep for the night and shit, just put it on fucking Uber make mode. And make like some money. Yeah. Basically Dude. pays for itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also some games. I'm talking about games tonight. If y'all want to get into Turo, go, if you got good credit, go get you a car. Go put that bitch on Turo. Pay for itself in a few months. Go get you another car. Repeat the process. Stop playing with me. Let's talk about cars, bro. What what kind of cars you've been fucking with lately? No, I don't know much about cars, but I'm a. Uh, I like I like something that's big, heavy, low to the ground. You ever heard of Rivian? No. Rivian's this new company. They're coming out with electric vehicles that are going to be competing with, like, the electric Ford F-150, Tesla Cybertruck. And they have the Rivian R1T, which is a truck, and the Rivian R1S, which is an SUV. They both pretty much look the same. One's just got, like, a back back on it, like an SUV. And uh, they're fucking dope. The truck with... The max range gets over 400 miles of range in a pickup truck. And it's like a full-size pickup truck. It's got this giant screen, bruh, fucking wood grain, you know, yeah. digital dash, you know, all the bells and whistles and shit. And there's this option for the uh, Rivian truck. It has this, like, because, you know, it doesn't have any engines, so mm-hmm. it's got all this storage space to work with. And... In the bed, behind the cab, like at the front of the bed, there's this, like, drawer. And you pull it out, and that bitch has a stove. <laughs> and you can cook? You can cook on that bitch. It's like a, it's like an adventure car. It's made for, like, off-roading. And yeah, like camping and Outdoors and, and shit, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're cool. I'm, I'm invested in them. I got some That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm shares. excited about the future, man. There's going to be all kinds of cool things. Uh, I think I talked about it before. Virtual reality is going to be soon. You know, pretty soon you'll be wearing contacts. That will be like internet accessible. Yeah. So when you see somebody who also has these electronic devices on them, you guys will register. You might be able to pull up their social medias. Often just looking at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blink of an eye. Uh, if, if if I got the neural link, I'll be able to look at you and say, "You walk past a pretty lady, shoot her a friend request." Yeah. Boom! Now you guys are talking without ever speaking a word. You're mentally communicating. It's it's. <laughs> Man, the future is gonna be crazy, bro. Speaking speaking of the Neuralink, bro, you know, time made Elon Musk person of the year. And that's been pretty controversial. And I don't I don't understand why. A lot of people are upset about that though. A lot of people don't understand Elon Musk. And I don't understand Elon Musk's <laughs> He's 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 a crazy individual, but do I think he probably would have do I think he was a person of the year? Yeah. He's up there. You know, person of the there. year doesn't mean, like, the most, like, the best person yeah. ever. Like, so Hitler Hitler was person of the year, so 1938. Who ran the year? Yeah, it was like, whoever made, you know, the biggest impact Elon that year. was constantly the news this year. I don't, a, a lot of people have been hating on him recently, I think, and I don't, I don't see, like, I know he's, like, the richest man in the world on paper, um, but I don't see, like, I don't see like malevolent intention with him. I feel like he's trying to do good things. I don't really see like a greedy bastard when I look at him, like the you would when you look at a lot of billionaires. The, the thing, the thing about Elon is that he's so inventive, and that within all 
inventions. Like I said, there's a light and a dark side. Yeah. So not only is it's it's like Bill Gates, bro. He he did a lot of good, but that good did a lot of evil. Man, you get what I'm saying? When you listen to these podcasts, bro, you're gonna have some things to say about Bill Gates. That's, yeah, bro. He's he's done. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll watch that after this. We'll watch that after yeah, this. And sure. next next week, me and Juicy are gonna come back with some uh, some other interesting conversation based off some of the shit that we're gonna talk about when this podcast is actually over. So just know that next week you need to tune in because we have another some more amazing conversations coming up. Yeah, then you need to go buy some fucking merch, bitch. <laughs> you need you to always gotta shop merch. You need to share steelhumanapparel dot com. So other people will be able to hear these conversations and buy merch so we can be person of the year. Yeah, so we can get some oil rigs. Yeah. And drop tons of oil. Drop tons of oil into the ocean. That's really my, like, wish. Like, number one thing on my wish list, like, in life is pollute the ocean. Dude, I can't wait to pollute the ocean and then drop my enemies in it. And then... (laughs) Well, what, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pollute the ocean and then give some of our charitable funds to cleaning the ocean so people yeah. buy more of our shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? See, and when we give our charitable funds to cleaning the ocean and we have the organization that cleans the ocean, then we'll be paying ourselves to clean the ocean that, that we, we fucked we up with our charitable exactly. funds. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, that, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. I like where you're. I like where you're taking this. I'm not. My enemies are gonna stay though. I'm not cleaning them. Out. <laughs> they can just fucking we, live we there. We can just put like a, like a pool, and just make like oil, water, and just drop people in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, <laughs> then we'll, start forest fires. <laughs> and then we'll use our charitable funds. To put out the forest fires with the organization yeah. that we made to combat the forest fires. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to raise gas prices. Yeah. And then we're going to go on news and tell you that we're going to give charitable na- donations towards the lowering of gas prices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll make an organization that lowers gas prices. Yeah. And then we'll then we'll cause inflation. I love inflation. Me too, but that'll make our money worth less. So what we got to so do? So we're going to have to... Charitable donations? Well, no, we're going to have to charge more for all of our products. Okay. So that we make more money. And then eventually inflation will kind of calm down, but we're going to keep our prices the same. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, we're going to raise them. Yeah, we're going to raise them. We're going to raise them. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, so if you guys buy merch, all of this can happen. So we need you guys to help support our dream of ruining your planet and then trying to fix it. Please. Yeah. See, without you, without you, we can't fix the world that we've broken. Um, <laughs> that boy Steph Curry, bruh. Dude, a legend. Out here breaking records, bro. You know, he's he's entered the GOAT debate a little bit more recently. He's... Hmm. Yeah, oh, man. I, 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 just, I just don't know if I can put him up there. I, you know, I'm not going to put him above Jordan. 
Obviously, I'm not, I'm put not putting above LeBron. I'm not putting anybody above Jordan. I'm not putting him above Kobe, but I think there's, I think there's a reasonable debate between him and LeBron. The, they're, it's just they're two totally different game styles. You know what I'm saying? Curry mm. is, he's creating chaos on the floor from what he does from deep and and the way that he is able to handle the ball and move it creates chaos. LeBron is a one-man army. Yes, yeah. Yes, he has teamed up with superstars over and over again. Yes. This so is Steph. So is Steph. You know what I mean? Every, there is no Steph without Clay. You know what I mean? And there is no, like, this is like the Splash Brothers are what started a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? LeBron is a beast. This dude is six foot nine, two hundred and like sixty pounds. Physically, uh, Steph Curry just can't bolster up to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's it's the physicality that I feel like is LeBron just they LeBron Kobe and Mike are in a different physical league. I I feel that I think. I guess there is kind of a one-dimensional element to stuff. He's, yeah, he's like good look at Giannis, bro. Giannis d- d- isn't wasn't the most skilled player. Still today, isn't the most skilled pillar player. But what he just do? He went and got a ring because he's too big, too Facts. fast, too strong. Yeah. When it comes to basketball, athleticism and physicality is a huge portion portion of it. So what we've established here. Is that I'm gonna genetically modify my child to take over the NBA so that way I can make some money so I can buy my first oil rig? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we've established. Let's do some questions from the internet and get the fuck out of here. We've been going it. on for a while. I want to watch this motherfucking podcast. Um, what's a body part you wouldn't mind losing? Sheesh. Um, I would I would mind losing all of my body parts. Me too. If I had to choose a body part to lose, it'd probably be a leg. Because I can get a prosthetic that made me even faster than I was with my regular leg. Facts, and then you could, you could go play football, and you could use that money from yeah. football to buy an oil rig. Yeah, and yeah. That way I could gene- genetically modify my child to be a porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live every man's dream. Yeah, I'd say I don't know, probably like my pinky or some shit. Yeah, no, bro, that's too that's too minor. Too minor. Yeah, so I gotta like, lose. Like I gotta lose. Hand. I gotta lose like a limb. Yeah, like you, like your whole hand would be okay, but the pinky, like nigga, what? Nigga, pe- people leave fingers all the time. I go it's with my, I go with my left arm because I don't use that bitch anyway. I use my left arm, quite a lot. I say as I'm holding my phone in my left hand. I be karate chopping motherfuckers in the neck. What's What's the most epic way you've ever seen somebody quit a job? Or just in general leave a job. Maybe they could have right. gotten fired. No, no, no. I got you. My, my boy Lando. Uh, it was Christmas Day. And me and him were on the grill line talking. It's Christmas, you know what I mean? So we're in a, we're trying to be as lighthearted as we can. At yeah. Work. Manager come around the corner. She like, y'all talking too much. Y'all need to hold it down and get to work. Bitch, it's Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're tripping. Like, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we're in here working. We gonna have a little bit of fun, so my boy, she she pulls my boy off the line, uh, snapping on him in front of the, in front of all the employees, just like snapping on, him. yeah, just going hard. He he said, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." You know what, bitch, fuck you. I quit and just took off his shit. Uh, walked out. Right, Christmas Day, bro. Everybody in that bitch like, 
oh shit, oh shit. Uh, I'm just like, so the job got a little harder for me because I didn't walk out after him. So I, I, I had to finish my shift and we were down a man on the grill line. But that's my nigga. And he went out like a G. Yeah, yeah. And then they rehired him a week later and fired her not too long after. No shit. I swear to God. Nice. I, the most epic way I've ever seen somebody quit a job. I've told you this story before. It was when I was working at fucking Offenburg. And I worked with Comethazine for like a month. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. When I worked at Offenburg, bro, I was late to work every single day. I just started being late first day of work. Yeah. And, you know, every now and and then, like, I get my boss would give me some shit for it. But it was just like assumed I was going to be late. Yeah, they were getting fucked. Yeah. Um, but for some reason he gave a fuck with everyone else. <laughs> I remember one time me and me and this dude, you know, we were supposed to start at the same time. We walked in at the exact same time. This guy's was name it was Devin. Nah, uh, nah, it was, it was a different guy. We walked in at the exact same time. He looks at me. He's like, or he looks at Devin. He's like, "Why are you late, Devin?" <laughs> and I just go back and start start working. <laughs> like, it, was, it was weird. He, uh, he liked me, but fucking. I remember one time Comethazine came in late. And he fucking, the boss, like, bitched at him for it. He was like, (laughs) he goes, he goes, bitch, I'm Comethazine. Fuck this job. (laughs) 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 Just walks out that bitch. It's, for, for y'all who don't know, we like, but before the team blew up, we me, Druzy, and a couple other guys that we know used to kick it with him pretty heavy. Uh, dude, dude's a character. That's all I got to say about him. Dude is a fucking, like, the, okay. the shit that you see, like, his internet character is really who this nigga is. Like, it's pretty accurate. Like, I, I, pretty accurate. Pretty fucking accurate. This dude is crazy as hell. He's just, he's just, he's unpredictable. He's he's a wildly entertaining person. Kind of yeah. when you're when you're chilling with like comethazine, you just gotta kind of like prepared. you just gotta kind of like accept that <laughs> whatever he's gonna make happens. What's gonna it's happen? gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. He, like he, you're he not makes things happen for sure. Yeah, for like sure, for you're sure. not gonna be like you're not gonna be like the decision maker when it comes to activities. <laughs> like it's just just gonna be like comethazine's gonna do his thing, and you're just gonna be along for the ride. Um, what makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? Period. Poo. Period. Poo. Poo. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what it is about it. When girls be like, I'm not going to imitate the girls, but I'm like, period, poo. That shit just like, I'll be like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> it drives me crazy, bro. I hate that shit. I got three things. I'm a Gemini... I'm finding myself, <laughs> and I just don't see why I can't say it. <laughs> I just don't see why I can't say it, and that's a good one. Oh. That's a good one right there. I just don't see why I can't say it. It's just a word, <laughs> is it? There's lots of words you can't like. You can't walk into a you can't walk into a movie theater and be like fire because <laughs> you're gonna incite a riot. <laughs> like freedom of speech only goes so far. Like there's there's freedom of speech. There's not freedom of consequences. Yeah. You can say whatever yeah. the fuck you want. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Me and Juzi have been on here saying things that we should not say. We we can you can say whatever the fuck you want. That, but you have to accept your consequences. Of that's just how it is. Most definitely. If animals could talk, which would be the most annoying? Dolphins. 
Dolphins. I I, th- I think they'd probably be like the most like close to like talking to like a human. Probably they'd probably be hard t- to understand them because I think they're they're so fucking smart. Imagine surviving in the ocean and thriving in little pods with no fucking hands and feet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but but I just think they wouldn't shut up. Like, they probably have these high voices and just wouldn't shut up. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. That's an interesting. That's an interesting one. I I hate to say it, but I think dogs would be pretty fucking annoying if they could talk. I, I, just the only reason I disagree is because when I look at my dog in his face and I tell him, "Go sit," and I say, "I say, I say go lay down." You know what the fuck he does? Goes he and goes lays down. and he lays down. So if you were like, "Shut the fuck up," I was like, up. "Shut the fuck up." I think he would shut up. Facts, facts. You know, for for like a meantime, eventually the dog gets up. You know, and yeah, he's playing again. Yeah. But like dogs, they they their urge to please is so strong that if they realize that them constantly talking displeased you, I think they would stop. Okay, okay, it's interesting. Oh yeah, probably fucking dolphins then. Dolphins, bro. Birds. Oh. Birds are being like a, yeah, like a raven. As they're like, as they're flying, bro, they're just all talking to each other. Yeah, I'm just going down to the bird so I can take a shit, and then I'm gonna go some birds from the worms, and I just bro, yeah, shut I'm the fuck like, up. Oh, that looks like a nice car. I could take a poop on. I hope he's got windshield wiper fluid. If, if animals could talk, I think nobody would have pets, cause like I, I don't want another talking person in my crib. I, I like the fact that my dogs can't talk. Honestly, when I'm not feeling good, lay here and just cuddle me, nigga. Don't fucking say shit. Right. <laughs> just, just let. Just let me be upset and enjoy your presence. Right. Like people, one 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 thing, one reason why I don't really vent to people is because people always got something to fucking say. Sometimes I just want to say what I need to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like animals are greater that are great for that. That's why they they you know when you own an animal, it literally adds time to your life. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I think. I wonder what my cat would sound like because some it, like cats are weird because you know they only like meow for humans, right? Yeah. They. My cat, like, she has different tones to her meows. Yeah. Like, you can tell yeah. when she's, like, annoyed or when she wants something or when she's just saying hi. But that's dogs, too, though. Yeah, that's like, true. Y- you know, Curry's yeah. real talkative. My red healer? Yeah. But uh, I, d- I don't know, because, like, I'll straight, like, banter with her. I'll be like, I'll be like, honey, come here and... You know, I'll just tell her to come here, and she'll be like, meow. And she'll be like, no, I want to play. And I'll be like, I don't want to play. Just come here. She'll be like, meow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like she knows what I'm saying. You know, I think, uh, no, I don't think. I know. <coughs> Excuse me. I just took a dip. <coughs> Fuck. It's all right. <coughs> oh, shit. It happens. Dogs can understand certain breeds, hundreds of words. Hundreds. So the things that you re- the things that because your dog lives with you, they observe you, you feed, love, nurture, take them out the shit, all that shit. They know they they know you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they observe yeah. you constantly. So like, and we are creatures of habit. So the things that we say a lot, the things that we do a lot, they pick up on and they recognize and they know our patterns. Yeah. So we actually can. Anybody who's owned an animal, you you have no now joined that group mm-hmm. as a recent animal owner. You now have a different insight to living, co-owning, and co-communicating with a different species. Yeah. Eventually, it's, that's that's what that's why like people get so defensive about their pets because you form 
You well, know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. communicating with a different yeah. animal is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. We we it can't it's crazy, bro. So the fact that you're able to banter with your cat back and forth and you know that she knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And she knows that you know that y'all are like is crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird, man. It's, it's weird. beautiful. It's definitely beautiful. But I, I love mean, it. Do people bond with their pets yeah. like deep, bro. Yeah, it's family. Yeah, it's, it's like there's that post on Facebook that says if somebody offered you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to sell your pet, would you? Because that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money. It is a lot of. But money. that's like selling family. To a, to a, to a degree, some people don't you know don't really give a fuck about their pets. Some people have a family pet. It's different when you went out. And you bought an animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, somebody's giving me $250,000 for a cat. They probably have a lot of resources to take very good care of that cat. That's that's exactly what I was thinking, bro. Yeah. If somebody could buy my dog for that much, boom. I'd, I'd sell my animal for that much if I knew the person buying them was a good person. See, the thing, the thing about, the thing about cats is like, it's really hard to tell whether or not they give a fuck about you. Like there are some cats where they're just like really nonchalant. It doesn't seem like they they could care less whether you're there or not. And there are some like my cat's like kind of in the middle. Yeah. But there are some cats that are like really like lovable, and you can tell they have like an attachment to the person. Cats are cats are weird. Like you know a dog loves you like yeah. fucking always. Yeah, always. Yeah. No matter what. Cats are like. I fuck with you sometimes. Yeah, like, <laughs> you aight, you aight. Um, I, I don't know if this is true or not. I heard that cats have the uh, same brain waves as serial killers. Like if you were to scan a serial killer and scan like a cat's brain, they'd have like very similar. So they have like underdeveloped frontal lobes. I don't know. <laughs> it's the thing in serial killer. I heard when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm I don't. Repeating it. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, it makes sense because cats. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. I don't look a lot of things up on here. I'm looking this up right now. Cats kill for sport, like yeah, just to kill things. Yeah. Then they bring and, and them they'll to bring you. it to you as a yeah, as a present. Yeah. So that's that's some serial killer shit, I guess. But then they like cuddle with you, and they like rub their face up against you. Dude, uh, what's his name? The Ted Bundy. He had a whole girlfriend. Yeah. And she, you know, he did have sex, and he would cuddle, and they would he do dishes with her. And there's a picture of him doing dishes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That shit don't mean nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know they like they rub their face against you, and that's kind of like marking you as their territory. But is that love or like ownership? You know. You know, I just looked it up, and I can't find anything <laughs> showing a uh, connection between cats. Brain the serial killer's brains. It's probably just some shit that somebody said to me as a kid that I just kind of held on to until I just actually looked it up and found out it was bullshit. I'm sorry, listeners, for lying to you. But then again, I don't really care. That's all right. That's all right. All right. What's the most pleasant sounding accent? Sheesh. I don't know. I I really like like Spanish accents. Spanish accents are nice. I think I think a French accent sounds cool. What's the worst accent? See, uh, sometimes French though is like really like, cause that's like a, it's like a smooth language, but they have like weird sounds. Like I don't know. French sometimes French is like comes off as just, I don't know, uh, displeasant. But but 
the worst one is probably like a really hard like this is so this is kind of racist I guess but shit it's fine. I have a really hard time understanding when people with like really heavy Asian accents I have a really hard time understanding what they're saying to me I think like so imagine imagine you're fucking a girl what's like the biggest like turn off she could have accent wise there isn't <laughs> I'd say Australian. <laughs> Fuck me right in the ass, mate. <laughs> well, you know, my family's, my people are English, so it's just pretty close to Australian, so I've heard yeah. a lot of English accents in my life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I d- my uh, stepdad's half Korean. I grew up with a lot of Asian people around me. That's why I, I in particular, you know, that I, I have a really hard time listening to Asian people. Like, I just, it's, I, 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 I watch, I watch hella anime. Like yeah, I love, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I'm not, one of my best friends is, is Japanese. I'm not saying that, like, yeah, I just say that when they get the, I don't know what the fuck they be saying. I, I be because I'm a server, so like I, I deal with talking to a lot of different people. Yeah, I will honestly, I apologize and tell them like I don't know what you're trying to say to me. I remember one <laughs> time my my first friend ever, <laughs> I met in well second friend. I met this kid named Mason in preschool, but first friend that I like got like super tight with. I met in kindergarten. His yeah. name was Dennis Wesson. And he was from Nigeria. Yeah. And that's another heavy African accent. Yeah, it's a tough. Those are tough to understand. Um, but I remember one time I it was after I like moved down here and I hadn't talked to him a while. I called him to see what's up, and his mom was talking to me, and I was I was like six maybe, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand black people on the phone very (laughs) well, dude. Apparently one time I was in the store with my mom and some fat guy walked by and I rubbed his belly and was like, Mom, is he pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was kind of racist. It's questions from the internet. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> Fucking internet. I mean, it's just really our own. Some people understand other dialects better than others. I just have a hard time understanding Asian accents. Yeah, re- a really like thick Asian accent. I feel that is kind of hard to understand. Um... What movie, un- last one, what movie universe would be the worst to live in? Probably Marvel. Like, your city's always getting destroyed and shit and taken yeah. over by aliens. Yeah. Like, who wants to deal with that? Not me. That's too much. I actually, I was going to have the same answer. Um, Fuck that shit. I don't, what, I don't want Spider-Man in, in my city. What would be the best to live in? Probably, like, an anime universe, like, uh... Does that count? Well, shit's always getting fucked up in anime universes, yeah, but too. You have, but yeah, but you have the ability to get strong if you train. And I would train. Like, bro, when I tell you I spent... Um, I can hoop my ass off. If any anybody listening to this wants to hoop me, I, I, good luck. Like, I can hoop my ass off. You can. I, there's so many people who can vouch me on that. But I'm five, like, fucking six. You know what I'm saying? I'm short. <laughs> yeah. So, like, hooping was, like, a pipe dream for me. But I trained my youth away like i have skills embedded in my body that are never gonna leave imagine if i would have been training in like magic and like magic was real yeah i'd I'd have been a dope magician or if like sword fighting or like there's so many things that had i put that energy towards at a young when i put in basketball at a young age i could be cold at it yeah even something like realistic like playing the saxophone you know what i'm saying like but I can hoop my ass off, bro. I would say I would say the best 
universe to live in would be Bikini Bottom. I don't know, though. Because you got that worm. Yeah, but I mean, that's just like one thing, you know? <laughs> I feel you. Bikini Bottom would be fun. Yeah, Bikini Bottom would definitely be fun. Are um, you going to be a fish? What kind of fish are you going to be? Like a shrimp or like a... I'm going to be a... Uh, lobster? Uh, like Larry? I'm going to be a shark. What kind of shark? Like a mako? No, I'm just going to be a great white. The For way sure. I'm top of the food chain. Top of the food chain. Just in case, you know. <laughs> I mean, we're civilized down in Bikini Bottom, but just in case some shit goes down, you, know, you ain't fucking with me. Um... Bikini Bottom would be tight. Fucking Fairly Odd Parents universe would be tight. Have fairies and shit. If you're Timmy Turner. You if you're Timmy Turner, yeah. 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 That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, one of those anime worlds, like, you can really just, like, training montage your way into being kind of strong. Yeah, it's true. All it takes is a montage. Bro, a good one. And, and like, you're there. So, like, worth it. All right. Anime's the one. Anime's the one. Well... That's fucking it for this episode. It's been a good one, Jersey. It's been a good one. Um, Follow us on our social media. Hit them, Jersey. Uh, Drewzy underscore main on Instagram. At It's Echo Shorty on Instagram. At Still Human Apparel on Instagram. Boom. And Facebook at Still Human the Podcast Boom. on Instagram. And Facebook, stillhumanapparel.com. We got new merch out, including podcast merch. It's all fired in a motherfucker. So yeah, 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 yeah. go ahead, go buy some merch so we can buy an oil rig and pollute the planet. Pollute the planet and then save the planet. Save the planet using charitable donations that to we cause got inflation. from you that caused inflation that made us raise our prices. That after inflation normalizes, we will not drop. Yeah, Sounds and possibly like even raise so we can buy mo- more oil rigs. Yeah. And genetically engineer our babies to have stats like Giannis with the mindset of give me a good one, Jersey. Uh, da Vinci. Da Vinci and Obama. Boom. Mixed together into one beautiful baby with a giant dick. Unless it's a girl. <laughs> nah, because you can probably choose. Yeah. And I'm having a son. No yeah, I'm offense. having a son, too. So, with a Boom. giant dick. Boom. Gang. That way he can enjoy fucking. All right, see you next week. <laughs>